With us today is General John Dragon Teichert, a former Brigadier General in, in Space Force and also Undersecretary of the Air Force and International Affairs. Uh, General Teichert, uh, give us an update. What the heck is going on? I mean, there's so many moving parts right now. Uh, nobody really knows. No, John, thanks again for having me. And the Middle East continues to be chaotic because of American weakness. And we do know now that over two weeks ago, those three Americans were killed in Jordan. And in the last week, the Biden administration finally has started to do some of the things to respond that if they would have done originally after the first attack against Americans in October, none of this in the last several months would have happened. Uh, understood. Um, I, I, I've talked to so many people and I've said they got us all uh, uh, tied up uh, with the Red Sea and the Suez Canal. I mean, normally wouldn't our uh, uh, forces go in and wipe out the terrorists that are, are blocking uh uh, our, uh, our shipping? You're right, John. It is absolutely embarrassing and harmful to Americans that we now see the Red Sea in chaos. And here's a statistic that I heard recently that I think Americans need to pay attention to, that in the last couple of months, the price of a container shipped from Asia to the eastern part of the United States has increased 50% because many of these shipping companies no longer go through the Red Sea and the Suez Canal. That means that inflation here in America is a part of a result of American weakness in our inability to stop a ragtag terrorist organization in the Houthis from wreaking havoc in the Red Sea. Uh, that is, you know, everybody that, that, that wanted the price of food to come down, they are, re you know, they are creating a, a severe problem. And, uh, wow. And also, I think we have a problem in the Panama Canal, where the Panama Canal is a little bit low, and some of the ships from Asia can't go through it. No, so that's exactly right. And this is a good way to forecast the challenges we would face if we are so weak that the Chinese Communist Party decides to do something in the South China Sea. Because while about 12% of global commerce goes through the Red Sea, over a third of global commerce goes through the South China Sea. And so magnify at least by three times the impact on Americans if there was a conflict in the South China Sea and over Taiwan. And that's just an indication of how we need to demonstrate strength of capability and will as Americans so that Iran, China, Russia, North Korea and others don't do those things that we don't want them to do. Understood. Um, what else is keeping you up at 3 o'clock in the morning lately? Now, it, it continues to be a burden as we just crossed the four-month threshold of the brutal terrorist attack against Israel. I went to an event up in Baltimore this week mourning and remembering the hostages somewhere between 80 to 130 that still exist there in captivity, captivity uh, under Hamas. And you think about the challenges of Israel trying to defeat Hamas and regain the hostages and deter others in the area from attacking them. And it's just such an untenable, difficult circumstance for the Israelis that we need to continue our unwavering support as they struggle to try to meet those objectives. Understood. Um, the borders, 
so many uh, senators, they uh, GOP senators especially, fought amongst themselves on the border bill. And uh, at the end, I guess uh, they shot it down because it, I think I think it was wrong to have 5,000 uh, uh, people coming through the borders and we didn't even know who they were. How do you, would you feel? John, it is a multifaceted crisis there that really started on day one of the Biden administration. It's a national security crisis. It's a public health crisis. It's a public safety crisis. And it's a humanitarian crisis. But my concern about the deal that was not made in the Senate this week is that the deal was better than the status quo. And instead of 3 million illegals coming across a year, maybe we would have decreased it to 2 million. And I realized that it wasn't perfect, but maybe it was a stepping stone so that when we regain the White House and the Senate in November of 2024, then we could make the better bill. But in the meanwhile, we had a chance to make things better for Americans over the course of the next nine months. And unfortunately, political dysfunction caused us to fail to do so. Understood. Uh, is there anything else you, uh, uh, you want to tell the American people? Uh, how is the Senate race going? I appreciate you asking. It's going great. We just hit four months, and all of the things that we're trying to do, especially in engaging with as many of the 6.2 million Marylanders as possible, have been going very well. We've been crisscrossing the state. We've been bringing our conservative message with real solutions to people, even in inner-city Baltimore uh, or Prince George's County or far west or far east. And I really think that Americans are thirsting for leaders, not politicians, to finally wrestle us back to being able to solve problems that Americans really care about. Well, General uh, Tyker, thank you so much for uh, uh, calling in this Sunday morning, and we're going to catch up with you again real soon. John, I love being on. Thank you very much. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.